This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It is just gone seven o'clock on Thursday. My name's Phil. This is Leicester Fan TV. Now, this is your show as ever, and you've asked us to get some ex-Leicester City players on so you can get your questions to them. And tonight, we are joined by Ewan Roberts. Yes, he is a Welshman. He wears a Welshman's hat. Get your questions in to Ewan Roberts. This is tonight's Fan Zone show. Yes, good evening. Hello to Taj Dixon, who's a huge Leicester City fan watching from the United States of America. Hope you're well. Hope everybody's well. Hope even the Forest fans are doing well. Sean is watching. Sean Sarson, how are you? Good evening to you, Jason Clare. Get your questions in, Jason and Matty Bond. What would you like to ask the legend that is Ewan Roberts? Played for Leicester way back in the 90s, but is an absolute city legend. Here joining us from the Fox's Arms to start with, to introduce him, is Jamie. How are you, Jamie? Jamie. Evening all. How the devil are we? Are we good? Are we all enjoying the lockdown? Well, yeah, just getting used to it, I think, now, aren't we? Oh, I'm well in it to now. 26 days for us over. I'm well into it. Jamie, bored, listen. but well into it. Bored, bored, but I tell you what, somebody who is bored is you and Roberts because he's decided he'll come and talk to us. Introduce us to him. <laughs> tell us about right. him. I think most people know you and Roberts. We bought him in November of 93 from Huddersfield. £300,000, which was quite a lot back then in them days. In 93, that's a lot of money for Leicester to spend. Uh, Brian Little bought him. In all, he played up, he was with us for two and a half years. In all, he played 111 games and he scored 44 goals. Well, for a striker, a goal every two and a bit games ain't bad at all. I think that's a pretty good ratio. Most strikers nowadays will be quite happy. He played a pivotal role in the playoff final against Derby, where he used, uh, Stevie Walsh used him as a bit of a ramp to get a bit higher. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll ask him about and, that in a minute yes yes, 
Unfortunately, he missed the, the Palace game with an injury. But what he's, he's most famous for, he scored two hat-tricks for Leicester. And one of his most famous ones is his 12-minute hat-trick against Derby. And that is where the song came from of Ewan is a Welshman. Do you know what? That is a famous song. Should we watch just a few bits? I've got a clip from it. It's not great quality. Yeah, but I have, let's I've watch it. A, let's watch Ewan's famous hat-trick against the Derby. Here we go. It's VHS quality. Yes. First. Get in. There's the first goal. I didn't realise we were 2-0 down. Yeah, 2-0 down. What a goal. There's number two. Good equaliser. Oh, look at that tackle. You don't see many of them nowadays, do you? Look, look at the pitch. Here we go. Boom. I bet he's never hit a cleaner shot in his life, that third one. <laughs> we don't need to see Derby's equaliser. No, we don't, no, no, we don't want to see Derby's equaliser. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get rid of that. Um, listen, we've been talking about him. Let's bring him in. Ewan Roberts, how are you? How are you, boys? You okay? Did you enjoy that? A bit of nostalgia? I did, I did. Um, you never, as, as a, an ex-player, you never get tired of, of looking at old footage of your goals. Um, only scored four hat-tricks in my career, two in, in, in a Leicester shirt. And I scored a hat-trick in the Black Country Derby, uh, West Brom v Wolves. But I have to say that, that I think it was a Tuesday night at Fulbright Street, under the lights. And they were always great nights. Um, uh, I used to love playing... Um, at night games, uh, it, it brought the best out of me for some reason, and you know that is a, is a game that will live with me for forever. Two 0 down after twelve minutes, I think it was, and we was it. Back. I remember being there. Yeah, it, we um, Kitson scored the first, and Jimmy Willis scored an own goal. Um, two 0 down after about 12-13 minutes, and it was so important as it always is when you're two 0 down that we had to get the next goal, and, and I managed to get my head on. A great ball in from Maggers in front of the cop. Um, the second one was probably the best goal that I'd ever scored in my career. Don't know where it came from. <laughs> I've never hit one so sweetly, I have to say. Um, it was, I think it was a game that was live on telly and Jimmy Greaves was the, the second voice. And, and you know, we know that he's not very well in hospital and hopefully he'll make a, a, a full recovery. And he said he'd never seen one hit sweeter um, than that second one. So... And that was high praise indeed from from one of of, of his, his his caliber. Yeah, for, for us fans, Ewan, oh, for us fans, Ewan, being a hat trick against Derby is one of the best. No matter anybody else could have scored a hat trick against another club, but against Derby, that is just pure, absolute. You're more like hero status. I've seen two for Leicester, you and uh, uh, Ian Marshall, both of you, and they're up there just because it was against Derby. They're just actually hero status because it against Derby. Simple as for me. Derby game, Derby games are special, aren't they? Because as a player, um, you know you, you you might not be from from the city of the club that you're playing for, but you understand what what those Derby games mean to supporters. Um, and, and we knew how big a game this the, or those Derby games were. Um, none bigger than the playoff final, obviously. So we, oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. knew that. 
it, it was a game that we could ill afford to, to lose because obviously we, we were we were fighting for the playoff position, we were, we were fighting for, for for promotion, and I think it was sort of that came in the latter stages of the season, so it was a game that we couldn't really drop points from. Absolutely. Ewan, I'm going to bring in another fan. It's uh, Lee Chapman. Chappers, how are you, Chappers? You might, you might recognise him a bit. Oh, don't start. Um, <laughs> Chappers, Ewan Roberts, we, we know he's a legend because we still sing Ewan. I don't know if you know, your song is still sung at the King Power Stadium. Yeah, I can tell you now, Ewan. Um, I'm, I sit in SK3 in the cop, uh, right back row, and uh, the lads, every, every home game, they're singing your song. Every home game, it's still sang. Every game. <laughs> I, I tell you what, that, that that means so much to 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 someone who I mean left in ninety five, ninety six. I think I, I, I left ninety six. I love going. I, I love going back. Um, I've been back a few times with my work with with the BBC. I get such a warm welcome. Honestly, I really, really do. I've I've done quite a bit bit of work for the club in the past sort of twelve months with the the, the radio show and the program that they have be, before the yeah. game. And I just love going back. It's such a, a friendly club. And uh, I only had two and a half years there. Uh, one of them, I, I don't have many regrets in, in my 20-year career. The main one is leaving Leicester when I did. You know, I, I left for, um, for one or two reasons. Um, went to Wolves, uh, who were in a, in a league below. We just won promotion again to, to the Premier League. And, and looking back... I probably cut my nose off to spite my face, really, because after I'd left, the club then went on to have a, a fantastic period in the Premier League, League Cup successes, um, top 10 finishes uh, on a regular basis under Martin O'Neill. So not too many regrets in my career, but I have to say, looking back, uh, leaving Leicester when I did is, is one major one. Ewan, I've got a question here, fans. We've been asking fans to pop their questions in. Uh, Lee Shaw asks, what, what do you actually think of your Leicester song, Ewan? We... It's a great song. It is, it's the best one that I had sang, uh, sang about me. Um, I, I normally get the you were uh, shout when I, when I scored the goal. That's boring uh, one, that is. And, <laughs> it is, it is, it is. It's, but, I mean, I mean, whoever thought of this song, because I, you hear it a lot these days with, with different players, but for someone to come to come up with that in in a short space of time, because I think it was Sam, the next game that that we played, and it's a great song. I never, I never, I've got, I've got to tell you, I haven't got a Welshman's heart. <laughs> You've answered but, that before. But we did live, we did live on the same estate in Counterstall. Did you? So yeah, because what? There's, there's a bit, there's a bit of truth there. Yeah, what's the yeah. song goes along the lines of you live next in a council flat with Julian yeah, Joachim, don't you, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and that, uh, in the two games against Derby that season, I scored four goals. Uh, I scored in the 3-2 defeat at the old baseball ground, uh, which was another great game. I think we were 2-0 down. We came back to 2-2. I think they scored in the last five minutes, but I managed to get one there, which made it four goals against Derby. In, in two games, so uh, I quite enjoyed playing against those as well. And we've got another. Oh, Phil's gone. Phil's gone. Yeah, we've got Here another we go. question for oh. you. Um, Dan, <laughs> Dan Shearer says um, that he met met you before uh, during a presentation in Hinkley, uh, but he wants to know what was your proudest moment uh, for the club for Leicester. After. 
debut was a special scored on my debut against Wolves at, at Filbert Street. We were two 0 down at half time. We got booed again. Um, came, <laughs> came back to came back to draw the game two two, and I managed to get two goals. Missed an absolute sitter with five minutes to go, which would have been a hat trick on, on my debut, which would have been a dream start. Um, I've got to stay even though I only played a bit part. I wasn't really fit, in all honesty. Um, I'd broken ribs six weeks before. Uh, we played Oxford away at the, at the Manor Ground. And Big Matt Lee Elliott had caught me with a with a with a with a flying elbow, which broke two of my ribs. <laughs> I managed to get myself. <laughs> I managed to get myself fit um, three or four days before the final. Spoke to Brian Little before the game and, and asked me if I was fit. He wanted to start and pick Ian Omadroid up front. So it was going to be quite um, a, a physical battle, if, if you like, with the three of us playing up there. And, and I said, well, I can give you I can give you 50, 55, 60 minutes uh, because I hadn't trained. I hadn't trained the um, games. I had a little bit of a, I would, I would say a hand, but it was probably more of an elbow in the first yeah. uh, when I absolutely smashed their goalkeeper, Martin Taylor, for watching <laughs> to, to get his head on. Yeah. It doesn't on, matter now. That was 25 years ago. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but I, I've got to say, that was a great day. You know, I'd, I'd, never, I'd never won anything in the career up to that point. And, and to, get, to get to the final... And I, and I still maintain um, that's the best way to, to win promotion. And looking back, you know, the club had been to the previous two against Blackburn and Swindon and, and lost those two, missed on the final hurdle. To, to, to finally do it, third time of asking, um, to mean that we would be in, in the playoff. That was, that was a, a magnificent day. And I have to say, you know, yeah, we, we won two playoff finals in, in the two and a half years that I was there, the other one I wasn't involved in because once again I'd broken ribs, I missed out. But that playoff derby, and because it was derby as well, because it was derby, they were the favourites. They they were paying big money. They they got this Premier League squad that thought that they deserved to be there, and they got beat by little old Leicester on the day. And, you know, <laughs> big Stevie Walsh. We've you always know, been as, little as, old Leicester. As as a former teammate at Walsh, you, you couldn't wish for a better person to get those two goals. Because of what he'd been through, been through that season with his cruciate, cruciate. And had Walsy not been injured, Leicester probably wouldn't have signed me. You know, I think he got injured at Middlesbrough away. I, I signed for the club. But it, it was a fitting end to a great season that Walsy scored both goals that, that won his promotion to the Premier League. I've got to be fair, you. Oh, well. I was gonna. I was just gonna say about that playoff final, the the one against Derby, the '94 one. I, I do remember that very vividly. Um, I would probably put that you, and if we had to have a debate yeah. between that, oh, can't you? Can you hear me, guys? I can hear you. Phil. I can hear you, Phil. Sorry, you. If can you still not hear me? Hear you, Phil. Uh, Jamie, you're going to have to ask him some questions if he can't hear me. Okay. Or chappers. Yeah. Go on, Chappie, you ask, you ask away. Well, well I've been Googling. Please now. Oh. I've been Googling a couple of photos, uh, Ewan, uh, because I've got a little story about you myself. Um, when I was a kid, I, I, my first Premier League album, sticker album, was the 94 95 season. And uh, believe it or not, you were the only oh, sticker you, you were the only sticker I didn't get. Uh, and now oh, I've exactly just, I just, just, just Googled that photo. Hi, mate. I've just Googled that photo, and uh, <laughs> it seems like although 
this photo of you with the Premier League sticker, you've got all your teeth. The next photo I've got, you've not got a tooth in the middle. What's going on? What was the story behind the missing tooth? So, oh, the teeth? Yeah, yeah. What, what's the story about the missing tooth? Oh, um, I, I've got three missing, to be honest, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I, I'd, I'd lost one when I, when I was a young lad, when I was um, playing in, in the park with my mates. Um, I, w- I was running after um, one of my best mates. He fell over and his heel caught one of my main two front teeth, chipped it. And to cut a long story short, that I got a, uh, a nasty abscess in that. They took it out. So I'd been without one of my front tooth for, for quite a few years. But then when I was at Watford, uh, we were playing in a friendly in Exeter. And, and about 15, 20 minutes in, um, we had a free kick. And a lad who I'd played with for the Welsh under-18s team, a lad called Darren Robotham, who was a, a, a right winger. What the hell he was doing picking me up, I don't know. Anyway, he was picking me up, and as the ball came in, he's, he's just caught me flush in, oh. in the mouth with, with yeah. an elbow. Um, and I, I knew straight away, I knew straight away that something wasn't quite right. Finished the game, um, I had a chat with our physio, Billy Hales, after the game. He called Exeter's club doctor into the dressing room. He had a look and he said, oh, you know, the dentist first thing in the morning, which, which I, I, I went. And, he, and, and the dentist there said, listen, I can, I can, save, I can save them. But it's going to mean like months and months of hard work and, and one thing or another. And I thought, right, I'm a big centre forward. Um, one of my strengths is in the air. I'm going to get this again. And I was like, just take them out. So took them out, which was a painful process. Uh, so from about yeah, 19, 19 onwards, I was missing three front teeth. But I think it was what I was what I was known for, really, especially after scoring yeah. a goal that big, cheesy, toothless grin. Made you look like a hard centre forward, a bit like Joe Jordan used to look <laughs> hey, like. Joe, exactly, Joe Jordan. Yeah, you know, what what an icon he was with with that magnificent smile that he had. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, a, cu- a couple of weeks ago we had Julian Watts on, you had a bit of time playing with Julian Watts as well, didn't you? In the uh, for Leicester, and he was saying the Sheffield United game uh, when Martin when it all went pear shaped for you, we lost two 0 at home, and then you went yeah. on that huge run. Uh, to get to the playoff final, although you missed it, you got injured about two games later. But he said one of the most important games, well, the two most important games, was one was against Palace and one was against Charlton. And Charlton was your last goal you scored for Leicester, which gave us the three points away from home. Was that not Stevie Claridge? No, he scored against Palace and you scored against Charlton. It was two nah, one nil wins. Other, it's the other way round. It's the other way. Oh, it's the other way round. Ah, right. But they were they were probably the two most important games. After that Sheffield United game, the Palace and the Charlton game, I mean, that must have... You travelling back from London after them two games with six out of six, yeah. you must have been well happy with that. Yeah. We needed yeah, that. After um, the Sheffield United uh, game... I, I think Emmy... Emmy I, I mean, Martin had a... Martin had a bad time when he when he first signed for the club and <laughs> there was a bit of unrest with, with, the, with the fans and, and, and what... Just happened. a little. But... But those those two games, you're right in in South East London or where, wherever they are. And I can remember, um, I think Emmy Emmy crossed the one for me to score at Palace in front of their home fans. And then I think Stevie Claridge got his first goal for the club at, at, at the Valley, and it was a magnificent goal. And I think then then we got the belief with those six points from those two games in London 
that we had a chance of, of not finishing top two, but most definitely finishing because we we had the squad to do it. You know, we, we had we had firm belief that we were good enough to, to finish in a, in a playoff position. Um, but my my last game for the club was against West Brom at home, and I got stretched off after about five seconds. Um, <laughs> Straight from straight from kickoff, it was the old big man ghost stays out wide, and we try and find him from kickoff. And I think Muzzy Muzzy under hit under hit the kick, and I've had to dive to get my head onto it. And they had a little midfielder called Stacy Colcott, was who was about four foot ten, <laughs> and I've 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 ran straight into him and and broke broke another two ribs, punctured a lung straight to the. Uh, Royal, Royal, uh, Norwich, uh, Leicester Royal Infirmary, uh, yeah. and I didn't play again. Didn't play again for the club, sadly. Ewan, I've got a question for you as well. Um, this one's from YouTube, I think. Here, uh, what team do you actually support yourself? I'm a Liverpool fan. <laughs> for my sins, we had, I'm a Liverpool. We had we had Jamie Lawrence on Monday I've night, got, and he I've said got, he was a Liverpool fan. Reason. I've got a good reason. My dad was a big Liverpool fan, so obviously you you follow you follow yeah you hero. Me hit my dad was was my hero. Um, I'm from I'm from North Wales. I'm from a little village in North Wales, and you either supported the red or the blue side of uh, of Merseyside or Manchester United. I couldn't be a Man U supporter. I could. I, I'd rather not support anybody than support Man U. <laughs> so I I, I, I follow. I followed him in dad's footsteps. And I, yeah, so I'm a Liverpool fan. Can, Chappers, can you ask uh, you and how should we sort the end of the season out then, being a Liverpool fan? Yeah, OK. Um, Phil Phil saying... Oh, did you hear what Phil said there, Ewan? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. oh, right. oh you're question. back, Phil. Um, I'm back. Ewan, yeah. You're back. What do we do? I mean, first and foremost, there, there is more important things in life yes. than, than football. I think we all, I think we all agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, pe- people have said, oh, you've got to null and void. I don't agree with that, to be fair. And no. I don't think people have no. gone, oh, we, we've got to null and void this one and then start, start afresh. Well, you, I don't think you can start afresh until you finish. There's too much at, at stake for a lot of clubs. You know, what, what do you do with the, 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 the clubs that are chasing promotion from from the, and it seems wrong talking about this with everything that's going on in, in this country, in Europe, in the world at the minute. Um, but I, I do think this season has to finish. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, look, <laughs> and yeah, I'm, I'm putting the Liverpool hat on. They haven't won the league for <laughs> years. But, you know, at, at the start of the season, the, the target and the goal for, for Leicester was finishing in that top four. You know, that, that was a target that Brendan set the squad, and they've done that. Uh, you know, nine games to go, and they're sitting comfortably in in third position. However, however way the Premier League and the EFL finalise everything, I, I don't know. But I do think it's vitally important mm. that this season is is finished. Mm. I, I think I, I think most fans would agree with that, you and we we talked the other day and said even if it means next season, whenever that starts, is you know even doesn't yeah. happen or whatever, let's finish this one off. That would be the fairest thing. Just work around it, eh? Afterwards, <laughs> uh, somebody on Facebook yeah. has just said. Yeah. Somebody on Facebook has said uh, that's what his wife says. Once you've started, you've got to finish. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're having a bit of a laugh there. Pulling one over us. Um, 
think that was Terry, actually, from America, <laughs> Terry Pullock. I think he was. Brilliant. Um, somebody, uh, Will, says, is Leicester your second team, Ewan? He's going to put you on the spot there. Obviously, Ewan, you, played for, you, you had some great spells at Wolves and Norwich, a bit at Watford as well. You had a good, a good career with some good teams, didn't you? Um, start, started off at Watford as a, as a young boy, um, spent five years there. I never really broke into the first team. I think I only played just over 60 games. So it was one of those where I was 21. Uh, I needed to kickstart my career. Um, so I sort of took a step back, if you like, to take two forward. So I, I joined Huddersfield, um, who were in what is now League One, um, just to play regular first team football, really, because I wasn't getting it at, at Watford. Um, I was at Leicester for, I, I was at Huddersfield for three and a half years, um, scored I'm at my best tally in the season in my second season there, 34 goals in about 52 games, which you know, I was chuffed a bit with. Um, but yeah, looking Ooh. back, I enjoyed, I enjoyed my time at Huddersfield, even though I had a tough, tough time in, the, in my first six months. I was at Norwich for, for seven, and <clears> similar <throat> to Huddersfield, the first, first few months were horrendous because I wasn't, I, I wasn't scoring, I, I wasn't I wasn't doing what they paid £850,000 for me, so I got quite a bit of stick. Um, Wolves, I was only there for 12 months uh, at the end of the day, even though I, I enjoyed my time there. But two and a half years at Leicester, as, as sure it was, I, I mean, the dressing room we had, lads, honestly, we had, a, we had a proper, proper good dressing room. We had a great set of lads. Um, we used to socialise together. You know, we had a bit of a, a Tuesday club, if you like, where there'd be a, <laughs> a group of... 15 to 20 of the lads and we'd go out and, and you know, we, we, we play hard and, and we, we you know we, we socialized hard and and that brought us together and I think in that in those two and a half years that that tight knit good spirit you know very similar to to the spirit and the togetherness that when you when you the league in 2015 that's the cracking one you've just put up there so, I'm, you and I'm yeah I'm yeah gonna, yeah, I'm yeah. going to put you on the spot. Somebody's asked you, <laughs> would you sing your own song, the Ewan Roberts song? <laughs> yeah, let me just... <laughs> <laughs> Come, Come on, on let's have it. With, with... Come on, Ewan. The, the, the... All right, ready? Yeah. Ewan is a Welshman. He lives next door to Joe Tim. And he lives in a castle flat. <laughs> and when he played away, he scored the fucking lot. That is perfect. You know, great, great question, you know, Luke. Um, when you when you used to play and you used to hear that song because us three here would never reach the heights of ever reaching the heights of professional <laughs> yeah. football. What did what did it actually feel like? When the fans, whatever they were chanting, what did it feel like when they were chanting your name and singing your name? I've always wondered that. Does it give you that little bit of an oomph to play a little bit better when the fans? It, it does. It, it massively helps. You know, I've, I've been in both situations where um, you're not playing well and, 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 and fans are getting on your back and, and you're getting a little bit of stick. And that never helps because you go into your shell, you you tend to hide a little bit. You don't want to make mistakes. You don't really want the ball. You don't. You don't want to go in those areas where you might miss or you might score. But but when the crowd are fully behind you, it just it makes you feel ten foot tall. You know, you you're not afraid to make mistakes. You're not afraid to to, to miss chances. Um, and, and that's why I'll always say, 
stick with your team, stick with your players, because it's, it's massively important. It, and I can understand that, that, that supporters get frustrated at times and, and they vent their, their, their frustrations and their anger. <coughs> Um, I, can, I can understand all that because it, it's not cheap to go and watch football. Um, it, it does cost a lot of money, um, but it doesn't help. It doesn't help. You know, you, you want your, especially your home fans, you want them right behind you every time. Yeah. Right. One more uh, question. Last Chaffee, one. Then. I heard last you question. go. I heard you right. go. Ooh, earlier. Right, well, there's a, there was really a comment good, came. There's a, good a cracking one. comment from from Andrew. Yeah, he yeah, says, "Yeah, brilliant." If you could take a player from your from the current Leicester squad and place him in the Leicester team, that's and Leicester team that you played in, who would you pick and why? Wow. Well, back in those days, we used to play four four two, didn't we? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Old school, my favourite. That is, no one likes it no more. Yeah. So there's, there's only going to be one answer for me. Jamie Vardy. It's it's the fellow who looks like Chappie. Chappie's lookalike. Yeah, Chappie's lookalike. Listen, you in, you look a bit like Frankie Boyle, but I'm not saying it. I'd say that and not the Procamers. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. We could do a double act, maybe. I used to get that one. Um, walk 500 <laughs> miles. Oh um, last, last question then. Uh, Anybody got one last question before we let you and go? Brilliant. Oh, um, hold on. There was one here from that. the fans. Uh, <laughs> at least you ain't called him you and Thomas tonight, Phil. Anyway, that's one good thing. <laughs> I did say that the other Tom night. McGregor. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, did you ever play with Giggsy when you were, when you were playing for Wales? And what was he like as a player to play with? Who's that? Ryan Giggs. Did you did you play with him at Wales? Uh, uh, and what was he like as an actual player? Well, like, he was he was a great lad. He was a great lad. Honestly, he, quiet, um, uh, quite shy. I, I get asked um, who's the best player I played with, and to be fair, I've got two, and I can't I can't split. Either of them, to be fair, because they were both absolutely world class, and they were both left wingers, John Barnes and Ryan Giggs. They were both as good as each other, uh, but he's just a proper, proper good lad. Um, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't say he's a friend. He's a, he's a former teammate. He's an acquaintance, and I'm delighted that he's got the success that he has with the Welsh squad because he took over. Um, a lot of Welsh fans didn't really want him as Welsh manager because. They thought he never really committed himself to the national team because he missed so many friendlies, which he did. But I think there were other reasons for that. Um, so I was delighted when we qualified for uh, for the European Championships. For obviously not this summer now, uh, in in the summer of two thousand twenty-one. Twenty-one. I, I got on. I got on well with him. Um, I, I do whenever I see him. Uh, we, we'll have a chat. I, he's a good lad. He's a good lad. Brilliant. Thanks. Listen, we've got to let Ewan go. Um, it's been absolutely amazing having you on, Ewan. And make sure everyone follows Ewan on uh, on Twitter as well. What's your Twitter handle, Ewan? It's Cheers, at, boys. Is it at Ewan Roberts? Is it, I think it's just at That's Ewan Roberts. Yeah, at Ewan Roberts. At, at Ewan W. Roberts, yeah. Right, I'm going to play you out, Ewan, before you go. You can hear the Leicester fans singing your song. Hopefully you can hear this. <laughs> no, no, no.
There you go. <laughs> Scores them all. Thanks so much, yeah. you and Roberts, for joining us on tonight's live Leicester fan Cheers, TV you and show. Thank you. I don't know if he's gone. Blair, see you, Ewan. Thank you. I think he's gone. We've lost him. He's He'll gone. Afterwards. He's gone. Listen, what a good guys. Chat that was. That was That's brilliant. another good chat. That was absolutely fantastic. That was what, brilliant. It, it's absolutely brilliant, isn't it? Talking right, think, to, to your well, former we, legends. Lads, yeah, we, yeah. Need to, we need to make a video, uh, like sort of slice a few bits up from each one and yeah. then tag yeah, yeah. different players in. That's what we need to do next. Get, yeah, let's, yeah. let's target Emil Esky or someone. Uh, Will saying great chat. Gray Richardson saying thanks to Ewan. Uh, somebody on Facebook is saying Ewan's hired, which is good. Uh, Chris says, well done. He was Enjoyed good. that. Uh, Ross wants to get Muzzy to on the show. One... Go on. I forgot to ask him one question. Who was the biggest drinker back in his day? I wonder whether <laughs> he would have answered me. We'll have to get that. Uh, Joanna's asking who is next. Yeah. Well, Jamie, who is next on Monday? Go mm. on, Jamie. On Monday? On Monday, we've got a bit of a... We've got a bit of music and football in both hands together on the same show. So we're sort of having a bit of a... a oh, I can't think of the word now. But we've got Sam Bailey, <laughs> the X Factor winner of 2013. And? And the footballer, and the footballer Phil, I'll let you introduce the footballer. Well, I think we all know the footballer. He scored the last goal at Leicester City's uh, King... Not King Power Stadium. Filbert Street. Walker, uh, Filbert yeah. Street. Obviously, everybody knows him as well now from his uh, Radio Leicester stuff. So, it's Pipes. Matt Piper's joining us on Monday, as, as well as, uh, yeah, Sam Bailey. Sam Bailey. Combined. That's Music and football combined. That's the that's word I was man. looking for. It's just what, come to me. What more could you want? And it could well be uh, Tom may not be joining us because Tom is, uh, well, his better half is expecting a, a second baby with Tom. So, good luck, hope's Tom. all going well for oh, Tom yeah. from Leicester good luck, Tom. TV. Good luck. He's good. Good luck, Mrs. Tom. Yes. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Tom. <laughs> Mr. So, Tom. Chappers, if you're around, maybe you'll of join course. us as well. And Jamie, yeah, I know you're going to be with us. So, listen. I'll be here. I'm, as, as we keep saying, we've got nothing better to do. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Jamie. And the new tagline. You the keep, new tagline. Keep it safe out there in Spain. Thanks for joining us. I'm going to let you go. There he is. Jamie's off. Chappers, thanks for joining us as well. Yeah, thank you for having me, Phil. This was brilliant tonight. Absolutely brilliant. Really enjoyed that. And thank you, everybody who has been watching Leicester Fan TV. We do this for you guys. We do it for ourselves. We have fun. That's all it's about as ever. This is the part where I have to say thanks to these guys, local businesses who help us buy all the tech and equipment to do more of this. Uh, most of all, thanks to you and Roberts tonight for joining us. Uh, don't forget, join us on Monday at 7.30 uh, when we will be live with Jamie, Chappers, myself, Tom, if he's available, and Sam Bailey and Matt Piper. My name's Phil. This is Leicester Fan TV. Thanks for joining us tonight. It's the Fan Zone Show. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for watching. Really appreciate it. If you can go and like and share this video, that would be amazing. If you can retweet it or give it a little heart, if you're on Twitter, Periscope, that would be brilliant. Go and follow Chappers. Go and follow the Fox's Arms. Go and follow you and Roberts. And keep everything Leicester. But most of all, stay indoors and keep safe. Thanks again, everybody. 
The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.